Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Community Podcast number 49 uh, for April 30th, 2021. Getting close yes. to 50. Getting close to 50. We're one away. Still don't know what we're going to do. Uh, let us know if you've got any ideas. <laughs> Listeners, um, you can you can write to us at www.showishaminge.com Oh dear. Right. Uh, Dave already had a few drinks Dave's had David had half a bottle of wine. Really? Um, <laughs> it's, it's a Friday, guys. It's Friday. It's fine. It's what our, it's what our listeners expect. It's okay. Um, what have we got in store for you and this wonderful podcast number 49? Not that it's any worse than 50. 49, you know, stands alone in its own right. All our podcasts ge- are extremely mediocre. <laughs> Not just <laughs> That's right, sponsors. Um, <laughs> we've got we've got some news for you, some quick news we're going to fire through. But we've also got, um, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the fact that uh, Jeff Kaplan has left Blizzard and all of the repercussions for maybe what that means for Overwatch 2 and other things. Uh, Epic Games and all the money they've been spending on getting free games to give away, pretty much. Maybe I don't know where, but they've 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 estimated uh, three hundred million dollars in in losses. So that's interesting. Um, and obviously, we might talk a little bit about Altland coming up in August. But uh, for now, I'm just going to go around the room and say who we got tonight. I'm as always joined by my co-host Hat from NT Clan. Hi, Hat. Hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent. And in the room, also tonight, but only only in a ghost spirit, you will not hear him speak. It's Rev from NT. So we're just going to, you know, acknowledge his existence, listeners. You can feel that he's here. That's, you that's can it. smell the freshly baked croissants, the yeah. garlic. You can tell <laughs> there is a Frenchman in the vicinity. I will be the medium for this and speak if he needs me to speak to you guys. Okay. He's probably on strike for something we don't know about because he's French. That's what they do. He did ask yeah. me to say hon hon hon. I just don't know. Yeah, how but can other, you say that, not me? Other than that, we've got um, two wonderful representatives from the community who play quite a plethora of different games, so it's good to have them here. We've got, I've used that in two podcasts recently, that word. We've got Nightfire and Rose. Good evening, guys. Hello. How are you? Good evening. Yeah, pretty, pretty swell. You've been away for a little bit, Nightfire. We've missed you. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> okay. I'm going Do, to, dare to we ask. assume that it has something to involve with monsters why. and hunting. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, dear. Um, so... Quick news then. Oh, we got some community updates for like what we've been. This is a kind of a new feature. I like it. What the games that this community might play or does play. So um, some some of the things that have happened. Star Citizen has had version three point one three or mm-hmm. three point thirteen release. I feel like you forgot to mention that Monster Hunter Rise had a two point update, and that's pretty important. <laughs> yeah, that oh, is definitely yeah. important. That's uh, definitely important. <laughs> It's hard, it is hard to keep track of game updates of ones I don't play. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> just, you know, if any big updates, just slip it in the planet. Otherwise, I would have posted yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing. 
So um, we've got always open to uh, improving, you know, with input. That's great. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so Star Citizen, we, uh, we, actually, we're not really playing it at the moment. But we will play it. You know, we've mm-hmm. got a, a, the, the potential to play it. Quite a lot of people own the game and some ships. So we're looking forward to it. I know, I know a, you, you a did have a us. dig into it, didn't you, Hap? Yeah, me and Chung had a little go. We are mostly waiting for the 3.13x patch which is bringing in uh, the tank, the Trumbull tank, the big three-seater monster of a, a land vehicle, and the Hercules starve lifter. Which Am is I right in gi- saying that... Okay, yeah, go on. Uh, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say, which is like a giant transport ship designed to carry these massive tanks. Right, and Chuck okay. has one of those, so we're waiting for those what? to get added in. Yeah, um, to actually have a good play around with them and launch things out the back of them onto the planet and things like that. Yes. What are you going to say, big, uh, Well, the, the, just for our listeners' benefit, the big thing in thir- 3.13 is really docking, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, not in the not in the dodgy sex way, <laughs> but in a, in a in a ship-to-ship yes, kind of style. Got, uh, so the, if you uh, owned a Connie, you could mm-hmm. undock from the rear. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes the Connie had a little Merlin fighter. Merlin fighter. Like, yeah. little sub fighter that can dock and then fly around and shoot people and then dock back up and it works really well um, haven't had any issues so far with it which is good a few other little things to run through they've actually did a big update to the shields where now when ships take the shields on the ship take damage if you're shooting at them they'll start to change colors to take more damage which kind of gives you an effect of oh it's kind of you know it's all about to go down and also that new update has patched up holes in the shields, because the old version, there was some parts where the shields didn't actually properly wrap around the ship, so there were some areas you could shoot and just get straight past them. So now that's kind of oh, stopped it, because, you know, before it was like four shields, and now it just it okay. it nicely wraps around the ship, and it's like set to that sort of ship, so there's no problems with that. Uh, there's also a reputation system, and well, there's always been sort of reputation as you did missions, but it was the sort of thing of when you logged out, any progress up that chain of quests was kind of, it would be just lost and you'd be reset back. Now, right, okay. there's a new tab on the Moby Glass and you can keep track of like all the different ones and there's different effects of getting at different levels in the reputation, which is quite nice. Okay. Uh, Genshin, 1.5 release. Is that a milestone release for Genshin? Is it? Uh, yes. Uh, there is pretty much every, is it six weeks? They do a big update to it. Uh, this is the fifth big update to it. Main things with... Oh, sorry? Oh, sorry. No, continue. Um, the new system that they've put in is player housing, which is essentially they've just put... You like Animal Crossing? Do you want to build your own town? You can build your own town in this little pocket world in a teapot, which is... Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that and like and quite fun seeing like people online building these little cities, that which is... They said that are going to branch off into farming, like a farming system, so you can just do essentially just play Harvest Moon in a teapot in Genshin if you want. God, they're going to microtransform the shit out of that, aren't they? <laughs> so far, it hasn't been that bad. No, not too bad, I guess. They haven't but, had a reason yeah. to yet, I suppose. I mean, when you've they've made like something, isn't like something stupid, like three billion or something that we covered a few podcasts ago. I don't think, with the current microtransactions, I don't think they really need to do anymore. They're doing um, it right. Some, yeah. Some new, nice new quests, some new characters, a new world boss. 
quite a, a nice little update to the game. Rose, version 1.5, any comments? or? Uh, uh... <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I'm excited for the next banner. Ooh, okay, um, cool. I, I actually do love the update so far. I'm not going to lie. I've been spending too much like time just scavenging for wood and doing everything I can to like just continue building in my house and I there's so many rooms that I can't keep up with how many beds have to be in each room and then it's just a lot of building cool See? listeners I did hold in a dick joke by the way <laughs> <laughs> you do okay. have essentially do minecraft of go out and ah these trees I need to chop, chop down the trees I need to mine all oh, I need to collect these to make fabrics and collect these berries to make dyes <laughs> Thankfully, most of the stuff you've like already picked up for crafting, um, just playing the game. And the only thing now is just, I need lots and lots of wood in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, don't we all? Oh, dear. Uh, Vermintide 2, free update, Chaos mm -hmm. Water releases. Free update? You yes. don't hear those words very often, do you? Yeah. That's so, nice. Vermin <clears throat> Vermintide 2 has had a nice little update that's added in where... Essentially, the heroes of it are going into the Chaos Wastes looking for some new stuff. I cannot remember what it was they're looking for. I haven't had a chance to actually give it a good play, but essentially it's a roguelite that they've put into it. So you go in, you're going through the Chaos Wastes, but the Chaos Wastes are always changing because Chaos. And cool. every time you play, it's, just the kind of, it's a different little experience. I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. Uh, just waiting for like Chung and Bloody and Rev to get back on it so i've got some people to play with quite a lot of people have got it i think you know like viv and deck and myself and those guys have all got it as well so we've got um, some people on it. some more yeah, people yeah, yeah. get on it uh, monster hunter monster hunter rise uh 2.0 update of course we don't want to forget to talk about that that's quite important <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, uh, only a month on from the game's launch, it's already updated to 2.0, which adds in six new monsters, uh, some additional features and stuff, and uh, the ability to do event quests, which have gone live today, actually, uh, a couple of days after. And yeah, a whole, whole bunch of cool stuff. Hunter rank cap unlock. Yeah, so basically... When you reach HR7 um, and you beat the quote-unquote current final boss, your cap gets unlocked uh, from 7 up to 20. And once you reach 20, you've got to fight one of the new Elder Dragons that they've put in. Uh, once you do that, it then goes up to 30, same again, then up to 40, then same again. And then it gets lifted all the way up to 999. And you get an achievement Woo! for it, I don't doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Grind yeah. out to max HR. Some and, nice uh, armor sets by the look of it. Oh, yeah. Design-wise. Uh, and they've already confirmed that the 3.0 update will be at the end of May. So, which will add even more new content. Well, may it be good. I like that yeah. hard, that uh, Damascus armor set looks looks good. Yeah, it's, it's always fun making mm -hmm. all the armor sets. Uh, and, yeah, current playtime of the game bearing in mind it's only been out for just over a month is over 200 hours so i like to think of uh, <laughs> got my money's worth out of it <laughs> <laughs> bravo yeah. uh all right let's get into some quick news um sony 
cancels shutting down the PS3 and PS Vita stores. We could just undo one of our previous podcasts, yeah, yeah. couldn't we? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we just control Z that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Thanks, Sony. Well, obviously, they must have had some serious fallout then. People complaining and stuff. The, the problem is, it's like the PS3 shop is actually better than the PS4, and by extension, the PS5. So yeah. I think a lot of people were really miffed. One, two, three, just need Canada. It's still not working for me. Oh, okay, cool. We'll just do, go with Discord. It's obviously not, not having stopping a, me. It's obviously not having a great day because it's failed for us as well. So it's oh it's okay. We'll keep going. We'll we'll soldier on. We got um, this. We got this. Yeah. Um thanks for the insight into Sony. Valkyrie PS Store Firefox add-on unlocks old PS3, PSP, and PS Vita store. Yeah, so this was just before. This was like just before they went. Oh, we'll cancel it. We're going to take it down. And then people were like, "Wait a second, the fucking Firefox add-on just lets us use it still <laughs> and download." It. Oh dear, course, Sony, what are that, you up to? Uh, that doesn't matter anymore because it's in the brought it back online. I just thought it's a funny little thing to put in. It's not on, or is it? I mean, this next one. So PS5 reported as the fastest selling console in the United States history. I mean, fastest selling isn't even that important, in my opinion. Not but anyway. really. It just yeah. means they didn't make enough of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> potentially, yeah. But scalpers buying them all. Yeah, yeah, they're just ripping them apart for graphics cards. Uh, and then, but the Switch remains the best selling actual console. So it's yeah. a it's a nothing stat, isn't it? Fake news. Well, Apparently, part of uh, that as well is that the Switch is obviously a lot more affordable than the PS5. Of just, course. In general, like, not only is the, the unit itself cheaper, but some of the games, bloody hell, the PS5 exclusives are £70. Oh, no. so, oh well, ridiculous. Nintendo yeah. know how to charge for games, so we're not... Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they don't. It's just, you know, <laughs> there is a difference no. in price there. One cartel to another. It doesn't Apparently, really matter. <laughs> Apparently, in the latest uh, Sony's latest financial report, they've announced that the PS5 has uh, shipped 7.8 million units, while the PS4 shipment has broke the 115.9 million units. Wow. <laughs> big, big numbers. It's a lot of plastic. Mm-hmm. Going straight <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, PlayStation uh, pans AI to play games for you. Can I? Can I just? Can I just spend some money and it'll grind me up while I'm at work? I mean, you how? can kind of already do that. You can pay people to play games for you. Like there, there's services where you can pay yeah. people to basically get on your World of Warcraft account or whatever and do some shit for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> All those shitty game journalists are going to love this, like the ones who can't even be tutorial levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, is uh, this the future of gaming, not actually yeah. playing the game? Yeah, <laughs> just like paying money and watching things go up and then doing something else and going, I'm good at the game. Because I so, pay money. So this fabulous Niche Gamer article, guys, uh, nichegamer.com is a great website. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it says it says here that the uh, AI character can proceed to automatic mode to complete specific game tasks that are difficult for the user. 
this AI will monitor how players act, creating a profile. So I wonder, like, if if you could say, "Oh, I'm finding this too difficult. Can I uh, pay for the PlayStation service to complete this bit for me?" And you pay like five pounds, and it will get you past that boss level, and then it disengages. I could see stuff like that happening. Christ, and and people will say that Nintendo's whole um, "you're shit at the game, have this invincible power up" thing was uh, a, a a problem. Do you think they'll do... pay him off to do it for you? <laughs> Do you think they'll do something where they're going to make, like, Sony first-party titles are going to be more grindy, and it's going to be a thing of, like, well, if you if you want to grind more, just, just just give us some money, and the AI will just grind away from you while yeah, you're there's no reason there's no reason to stop them. Because, you know, it, it is... Oh, it's dangerous. Slippery slope, guys. <laughs> slippery slope. This is It's like they, they saw tool-assisted speedruns, and they were like, but oh, yeah. what if we sold this to people? Yeah. <laughs> They looked at my uh, RuneScape bots and went, we could paint this. <laughs> and then you've got this whole um, weird world of uh, people getting achievements for things and maybe mm-hmm. displaying a badge for something. Did they get it really, or did he just pay for the AI to get it? True. Oh. That's like uh, when microtransactions became big. I can't remember which racing game it was, but there was one where like you had a grind and you unlocked better cars and things like that. And there was one that brought out, and it was like 10 times the amount of like it, it would take to grind. Like the amount of time it would take to grind compared to previous games. And it also just happened to have a microtransaction score where you could buy in-game currency to get it. You started seeing more of that until there was a lot of backlash. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a similar sort of situation with this. Cyberpunk sold 13.7 million units in 2020, despite being an absolute crock of shit at launch, <laughs> uh, with, with only 1.6% of the copies being refunded. Gosh, that's a lot less than I thought. Yeah, I uh, thought it would be a lot. I would say a lot higher. It only cost them 9% of the 2020 total game revenue, but their share price did crash. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that would have made a big difference as well. But um, I think it's interesting. Like The money really... didn't really hit them as hard as I thought. Yeah, I Sorry, think people were just really desperate for... Um that game to be good yeah <laughs> like, were like well we'll patch it they'll patch it i don't need a refund yeah. it, we'll patch this. but by the sounds of it it's still a ways off of being <laughs> you know the experience that was promised it's getting better yes Ooh. but it's still not quite there <laughs> well so in five years may it be another no man's sky where they actually put the, de- the time in and make it good yeah they, so they made 563 million US dollars in revenue sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that'll become 303 million US dollars, effectively, after all the things have been taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know, you know, in terms of whether it's revenue after costs, you know, how it all works out for them, but. It's still, it's not, it's not like an absolute dog's dinner of a situation yeah. for them. They're coming well, out yeah, of it. I mean, the, you know, they're coming CD out of it. Okay. Red's name has been tarnished now. Oh, yeah. that's the, that's the bad news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the damage is done. But they, but from a financial point of view, that. they're not dead. Yeah, it hasn't killed them. Um, Free to play games on Xbox no longer require Xbox Live. That's huge. <laughs> That's yeah, really I important. I didn't realize that wasn't a thing anyway. Yeah. Oh no, I, it was I, always I, a, thing. a thing. When I read it, I was like, "Wait, you need to pay for 
Yeah, you yeah, needed to have not? Xbox Live Gold to play anything really on on Xbox. Yeah, I, I had there wasn't no single player campaign, you know. Um, so that affects a huge list of games. Like um, Warframe, download it, give it a play. Crackdown yeah. Two, Destiny Two, <laughs> you know, Dungeon Defenders Two, lots of twos. Hawken, if you're still playing that. I don't know what you have two paladins. Who plays paladins anymore? I'll be honest, I preferred paladins to Overwatch. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Pinball FX2, great game. Oh, yes. Uh, Rocket League, this is not a complete. You can get a complete list if you go to Niche Gamer, guys, and look up free to play games oh. on Xbox console. Oh, fun. But, that's a fun game. Yeah, that's good. That's good. World of World of Tanks. Yes, that's, I've played a lot of that on Xbox. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Um, yeah, good, good for them anyway. That's quite good news. Thanks Xbox, thanks Always Microsoft. Things are a bit more uh, consumer friendly. Yeah, one for our older gamers. Game actually free. <laughs> one for our older gamers. Age of Empires devs have not forgotten about Age of Mythology. Yeah, they've not forgotten <laughs> Age of Mythology, but they don't mean to say they're going to be making a new one. Oh, what? I loved Age of Mythology. I played it so much growing up. I, I always thought that I think that's idea. a really pointless thing to say, because, yeah, they've not forgotten about it, but it doesn't mean to say they're going to be making a new one. It's nice to hope, what, though. Give everyone what, a they, what, what has made Niche Gamer produce this article? Is there any, um, you know, what 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 was the... Did someone tweet something? Like, what happened? Uh, you know? there was a, it was a Q&A. With a... Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We've not forgotten about it. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I love Age of Mythology. <laughs> I love mythology in general. We love the franchise. <laughs> We're not pretending it's not there or anything like that. Uh, pretty much the, uh, they were asked if the Age of Mythology would get a def uh, definitive edition. And the, okay. uh, the guy yeah. went, I said this before and I'll say it again. I have not forgotten about Age of Mythology. Yeah, yeah for legal all reasons. This is all I question. Ah, yes, okay, that thing cool. that we do have, yes. Mm -hmm. We've not this I about yes. Yes. IP <laughs> that is ours, we have totally not forgotten about it. Okay, cool. That's the quick news. Nice one, guys. Uh, so on to one of our main stories, and you've probably seen this if you've been even under a rock in terms of like somewhere on whatever you use to check the internet with every day. Probably the biggest news. Yeah, possibly the biggest news. So Blizzard's vice president and Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan has left the company. So that's pretty major. Yeah. Um, so to give you some background, uh, he'd previously worked as a diner on Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos, uh, World of Warcraft, and its expansions Burning Crusade and Ratchet of the Lith King. Arguably the two best expansions for the game. Yeah, and obviously we know he was a complete well lead on all of everything to do with Overwatch, which when it came out was, you know, and has maintained a relatively high top slot. If you're going to play a class-based shooter, it's been right up there and defined the genre, I'd say, for a while. Yeah, I know a lot of people keep on saying, you know, oh, it's dying or it's dropped off now. It's like, yeah, it's partly true, but you can't deny that it has been a bit of a juggernaut in that oh, yeah. sort of field um hat want to take b as i said that uh he had previously said in 2019 so two years ago 2020 wasn't a fever dream it actually happened where two years passed <laughs> um, 
I need reminding, dude. Thank you, because it's like, where did it go? It, it definitely does feel like that at times. Like, oh yeah, last year it was 2019. Wait, no second, it's 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did spend a lot of 2020 drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> a- April to June, can't remember. Forget yeah. about it. It's gone. Um, so yes, yeah, so in 2019, Jeff did state that he wanted to challenge the industry with Overwatch 2, but he also had no idea when it would actually come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is... Looks like... Yeah. Sorry, it also here. doesn't help with the bloody guy himself has just decided to up and leave, so... Mm-hmm. You know, what what actual situation is going on with Overwatch 2? I imagine it's less to do with the game itself and more Blizzard as a whole, to be fair. Probably. But but yeah, it's like this is this is a bit ropey. Like what what is actually going on with this game? Yeah, well, if... oh, also the fact that uh in twenty twenty the main writer for Overwatch one and was the main writer for Overwatch two also left <laughs> last year. Yeah, not sure. It, not sure how well this uh, the project. Uh, last podcast, I think we announced about the layoffs that mm-hmm. Blizzard had made again. Another round of layoffs, which was only about one percent of their uh, workforce, and then they'd also done the same thing on the previous year as well. And I wonder if some of this is to do with you know Jeff taking a stand, saying, "Well, if you're going to keep laying off all my guys, then you know I'm walking." And then they did it again, and then the next thing you know. You know he's gone. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing here. You know, I wonder if it's some of his team members and stuff, or was it more all about creative juices and like they weren't allowing him to take Overwatch Two in the direction he thought it should go for whatever um, reason. For what, what Acti Blizzard was stopping 2. him. Yeah, what they were showing of Overwatch Two back in February, um, it did look promising. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, it was just one of those things that, like, now that that's done, when are we going to get anything else yeah. on it? <laughs> I mean, what was it we discussed? I can't remember how many podcasts ago it was. There was the showed off a new hero for it, and we were discussing that. And a lot of us at first thought, oh, this is Overwatch 1 from the gameplay show. And then, well, no, it's, it's actually Overwatch 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we watched that video, video, and we're like, yeah. this is exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not um, sure if it, maybe he's just like jump ship because he goes, this is going to be a fucking disaster and I don't want my name tied to this. <laughs> like, what has stopped you from still playing? Uh, I'll go around the rumor space. I mean, for me, uh, I, I don't play Overwatch 2 anymore because <laughs> it's a square here. I don't play Overwatch 2 any Overwatch, sorry, anymore because um, I got tired of the genre. I think they didn't change it enough. Like so, I was I was getting bored of the rhythm of the game, um, even though you know I was able to still play with the characters I enjoyed playing with, like for example Reinhardt. They didn't nerf him through the ground, so it wasn't that my character was nerfed. It was more like I couldn't I couldn't enjoy that momentum of, um, of like hold a point, defend it. You know, it just it wasn't it wasn't feeling innovative anymore. It was feeling stale. Um, what about you, Nightfire? I mean, you still play it, really, so... Yeah. You don't play it anywhere like you used to. Yeah, it's, it's mostly to... There's a new event on, yeah, I'll play it for a bit, see what the new skins are, maybe get a couple that I really like, and probably dabble in one of the special events, but that's really about it. Um, honestly, and 
thinking about it, it's partly Blizzard's fault, but also not. It's just the game has gotten really stressful now, and a hand in that is like with this, some of these new heroes just being unfun to play against. It's just like if the game is feeling like it's a chore to sort of play, why am I even playing it? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why. Yeah. When Monster Hunter came out, I was like, oh, thank fuck, I've got something that'll actually t- take me away from this pissing game. Because <laughs> I, I did like it in the sense that, like, you know, a, a couple of me friends were still playing it, and, you know, it, it was nice to be able to have a constant game to play, but at the same time, I'm glad I'm not really playing Overwatch anymore, to be honest. And when Overwatch 2 comes out, I don't see myself actually playing like the, the actual PvP side of it. Um, it'll mostly be like the PV story stuff that they've got. Oh wow! Okay, you would. Yeah. You not? Uh, are you done with class-based shooters generally, or do you think? Um, you know. I don't know. Like I said, it, it's gotten to a point where it's just too stressful. Like, it's gotten to a point where I feel like my my blood vessels bursting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so uh, that's fine. How about you, Rose? Almost the same as his, except my characters I made were nerfed a million times to okay. a ridiculous point. Mercy, Diva, yeah, agreed. Widowmaker, yep. Ash, I mean, yep. Hanzo, all of the ones I played were nerfed. Then they bring out Echo, and I'm like, okay, you showed how she was when she was being released, and she's not even the same. I cannot copy my teammates. I can only copy the enemy. That's not what I hoped for. Because if I could copy my teammates, I could have at least two Reinhardts to protect the team. Or at least something useful. I can't. So Mm. it's kind of a disadvantage. And an advantage, I guess, to have Echo. But then people are very toxic who play her. And Blizzard never really fixed the... (laughs) They haven't fixed the cheating system. They haven't really made an effort for it. They never put, like, 2FA. Which is kind of concerning to me. Like, not a proper one, at least. It's just, I, I don't know. For me, it was just, it was too sweaty of a game. I just had to drop out of it before it would have gotten worse. It was cancerous. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance that any massive title, you know, if it's around long enough, becomes too much of a sweaty game? Yes. They, it depends you know, on the community. It, yeah. I mean, that's, that's well, just yeah. it. The, the main people who still play Overwatch are the sweaty people. Like, the, yeah. the ones who just play it competitively. So you know it sort of lost that sort of chance of actually having a game for fun and more just absolute tryhards now <laughs> like i think nightfire can understand where i'm coming from for this the only fun part now of overwatch that's remaining is the workshop mode yeah pretty much that's the actual sad part is the events they didn't add enough of the story for me to stay interested they have not they kept promising they would tell us about genji and zenyatta's thing what's going on with that whole entire story we have not gotten any of that we know nothing about the Shimada brothers other than they hate each other. Yeah, we, the story we don't has know just anything. sort of gotten to a standstill. After they released the third <laughs> um, archives thing, and even then the third one was probably the, the most bloody like haphazardly released thing that they've done. Like, Okay, it's kind of like Retribution, but less interesting. <laughs> retribution, <laughs> at least, was the interesting one. I mean, yeah. I think the most so, interesting yeah, was... Retribution was the best out of the three, and then... The most interesting they... event was Halloween, and, like, soccer, pretty much... Or, not really soccer, but, like, the summer games, because of Lucio Ball. Well, the, <laughs> apparently it was really good for the first year, and then they, they made some tweaks to it the second year, and it was, like, really bad. Like, it wasn't... It was terrible. Was I'm gonna yeah. be honest, it was terrible. I, I never... liked it for the boxes. 
Yeah, and they never changed it back to the original way, but they gave it a competitive mode because, oh boy, we need that. We need some of that sweat. <laughs> yeah, we just need to make real, you know, football. Just, can, oh boy. Can, Rocket can this doing be eSports? Hmm. What about this mode? Can this mode be eSports? <laughs> yeah, they've, they've changed this game so much to an eSport that it's very sad. So we're not getting Overwatch 2 uh this year in 2021 we're also Diablo 4 yeah Diablo 4 also not not coming along I mean whether or not that's anything to do with team changes and layoffs and leave people leaving or or a covid or a combination or what I I do reckon that they announced both games way too soon but conveniently Mm. those two were announced on the year where people were not happy with Blizzard yeah so it was pure damage control at the time was, yep. You know, because like obviously, it, it wasn't too long after that situation with China, was mm. it? That, that they I mean, watched and I'm sure I said it on uh, the podcast when we were covering that E3. Wow, and that it's literally we're not going to see anything from these for ages because it's just trying to cover their ass. And yeah, like, like ignore well, all the shitty stuff we've done. Look, these yeah, games feel yeah, like yeah. again. I mean, The people that actually played the demos, they were just really messy and they didn't flow right at all. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really surprised that it was just damage control. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised that. I think it'd be more interesting to find out post E3 what they've decided to show or not show, and then and then take a yeah, view. Yeah, they, they said that there's gonna. Be yeah. Be more news inbound. They're, they're still not going to say. January, February, March is a very dead they window in terms of games gonna... release schedules. So a massive title like Diablo or Overwatch could take, uh, really take a lot of sales in that area. If they went for early 2022, it could be quite interesting, but we'll see. We'll see. RIP Overwatch, maybe. I don't know, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah, Big F. He was such an ambassador. Oh, God. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. So, that'll be interesting to see. Well, they don't need to monetize it if they just sell it at a decent price that covers the cost of development. You know, they don't... It doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Okay, I'll buy the game for 40 quid, and that's enough money for you to take enough sales and do everything you need to do with that money um but he was a huge part of the game wasn't he jeff so we'll see what happens he's the face of face of it really if you like yeah well Um, okay epic games estimated to have lost over 300 million dollars on exclusive games uh this is the cost of taking on steam isn't it Yeah, we're making this is Overwatch funding the launch of a of a of PC software, really, isn't it? You know, uh, not Overwatch, Fortnite. Sorry. Anyway. We're not, 
Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're not really much better there, Epic. <laughs> they spent a load of money on um, Borderlands, didn't they? That was oh, a big yeah. one for them. That was a big one. I think uh, that sort of backfired a bit on Gearbox, because when the game did eventually hit Steam, uh, I believe it actually sold a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I waited. Yeah, oh, yeah. so did I. <laughs> Same with uh, Metro Exodus. I waited for that to come out on Steam. So, Hat, you want to go with A here? Yeah. Uh, so, so, <laughs> far, so far, Epic has purchased the exclusive rights to over a hundred different games. Like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the main one is Borderlands, because um, mm. I know they've bought a lot of uh, little indie games. Um, which, by the way, I should probably mention that they're, they're a bit scummy in that if you don't take their exclusive deal, you're not allowed on the Epic Store at all. <laughs> yeah, there's all that but, sort of shit going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, World War Z I, I was a big what, one for them as well. Big, big name games. Hitman 3. Well, um, Hitman 3, World War Z, Borderlands, yeah. some of the big titles, I think. I mean, this, the big thing with uh, Hitman 3 is you know, it's timed exclusive. With Hitman 3, if you own Hitman, two and one you can play all the levels from two and one in three but hitman one and two are not on epic and if you own them on steam you can't play them on three so it's a thing if you buy it on the epic store you can only play three but not any of the previous levels (laughs) it's like well why would i do that why wouldn't i just wait for it to come out on Steam so I can play everything in the most modern version and in VR. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I, so, I fixed up the VR for it and then it was like, oh, it's finally coming out on Epic only. It's like, I could have waited a year. Oh yeah, that was another thing, wasn't it? Um, Kingdom Hearts. Like, they've released all the Kingdom Hearts on Epic. So Epic Games are predicting... And this is all coming from a, a Apple and Epic lawsuit, so people are being uh, deposed and stuff uh, in court, so we get to hear what they've said. And um, Epic are predicting that they will become profitable in their store by 2023. I really like that that they're not actually profitable on the store now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that, that's what I really quite quite find. Yeah, yeah. Whole thing. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the other way of looking at it is you could say that they've lost six hundred million dollars <laughs> but you know there's different ways you could spin it which is interesting um you know but it because it, it, it'll be another year before they're gonna make any money so you know it's it's really bonkers how this all works and all of this money epic didn't really have until Fortnite. Yeah. not really well, companies are going to obviously ask for more money for these exclusive, like having it exclusively on their store as well, because, you know, they're, they're fully aware that people just don't like the idea of it being an Epic Store exclusive. So, like, they've they got to really decide, well, do I make it an Epic Game Store with this, you know, extra cost, or do I release it on Steam and potentially get more sales? So they've got to sort of balance it out a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it's just going to get more expensive for Epic in the long run. I mean, you did you have know. that famous thing of uh, the Metro Exodus devs pretty much going, oh, we're Epic exclusive for the next year. And, you know, if a game doesn't do well on PC, I guess maybe we just won't bring any of our future to any of the future Metro titles to PC. And it's like, you're trying to, you've took a massive pay to 
only go on one store, and then you're trying to blackmail everyone with like, if our de- if our deal backfires, it's your fault for not buying it on the shitty store. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, going to say, sorry, Dave? Oh no! Uh, well, I'm just kind of like musing the whole concept here, really, and and just trying to understand. I'm thinking it from a business point of view, right? You've got titles like The Division Two, you know, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Hitman Three. You know, some of these are AAA mainstream type choices here, and then you've got other stuff like Ooblets and you know, <laughs> yeah, that was a fucking. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> the Red Lantern big, and a, a big situation with the whole exclusivity, I should say. Not yeah, yeah, like you got that. They're never going to stir and make any. So they're obviously got a really. They're casting their net far and wide here. Mm-hmm. Like the whole kind of concept isn't about. Oh, I'm going to be discerning about my choices. This is a. This is a. You know, a curated list of what we think is the best to offer. It's not like that at all, is it? I mean, it's literally we'll talk to anyone that will talk to us, Sorry, and then I'll we'll right offer. It's all right, and we'll offer them some money and see what happens. And it's such a weird you, way of doing it, like you know. How much do you think it is that they can just go? We've got X amount of games that you can only get on our store. Even What's though the tipping point? Majority. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the timed nature of it, though, because for Borderlands, I was very happy to just wait. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long. I think it was six months. I was like, yep. Yeah, you know what? I'll watch some YouTube on people playing it, and then I'll just buy it when it's available. So, uh, same with Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries, you know, uh, you know, and Mortal Shell. You know, they all became available relatively quickly. It wasn't a big deal to wait that long. Um, I did pick up World War Z and regretted it. You know, but a, ga- a, ga- a game like that, though, I didn't mind buying it through the Epic Store. It made no difference to me. Whereas with Borderlands, you know, my friends list is important in that respect. Yeah. And even, I don't often your previous Borderlands game uh, is carried forward. They did, they did change it with the recent one. But before there was, um, I can't remember the word for it in Borderlands, but you've got this sort of like currency, if you like, but it's not currency that you unlock. Uh, the more that you, you know, the more long shots you get, the more <laughs> grenades you throw, whatever. And that oh, builds yeah. up and you build that, you carry them over over time between games so it was important for me to try and keep it within steam to a certain extent but i mean actually most of that for me was on xbox so i i lost it anyway when i moved um and all of these exclusives that we're talking about here it's only pc at the end of the day true you know so they're spending all this money to just have one part of the fight not the really important fight which is where whether you know Sony is going via them or Microsoft is going via them which is another massive percentage and Nintendo obviously but but they would never do anything like this but it's it's such a strange decision for me I mean there's also the fact that uh, well think of how many podcasts ago was it where were covered the Capcom leaks I think it was where they were showing yeah, off okay. how, like, ten, 10 podcasts or something so again, yeah where they were showing off just the sheer amount of money that these publishers were paying out just to get like, oh, we have it like a week before. Yeah. It kind of makes you think how much is Epic buying for like, we have a year of exclusivity of your big game. It has to be the point. It has to be the point where like, they're just going, that covers something like, very like, that covers like half our development cost. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? And I understand that that's a huge driver for all of these things. Uh, yeah, I, I, I understand that. 
I just don't think it's going to... Ha, I'll ask you. Do you think it's going to work? What? The Epic Store? Is it... Is, no, it's all right. I was just asking the question. Do you think it's going to work? This mm. tactic. Is this, is this the way that they're going to what? Make sure that they're on equal footing with Steam? I think it's backfiring on them. Yeah. I think <laughs> people are looking at them and just going, no, like... I don't like the way you're doing that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep with Steam. I mean, if if they, you know, didn't bother with the exclusives and actually made a store with better features than mm-hmm. Steam, then that would be better, like the the proper way to go. Not just keep buying these exclusives because you're just progressively making more people hate you. <laughs> True. I mean, I remember play trying to play Killing Floor with Jay and Jay owned Killing Floor on uh, Epic. And it was like the first week that it launched on Epic, and Epic had, oh, we're using our own servers for this. They couldn't, he couldn't join a game. Just straight up could not play because the Epic servers pain. were just yeah. wouldn't work. Yeah, that that all this money, like, just stop putting it towards exclusives and actually make a decent fucking mm-hmm. shop. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, if you've got your main audience is Fortnite. Which that's that's where you know I I know Epic Games from lots of other things, but that's obviously the main one. Yeah. And like their main audience is not on PC. No. It's on mobile or console, so none of this spend does anything for them in that regard. Well, yeah. I don't. Because, I, sorry, I was just going to say as as one of the next. No, no, it's fine. They, they've made more of their money on on the iOS alone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all spending all this money. Which will be by the end of 2022 could be 600 million dollars to for nothing. It's really weird, really weird decision. It's almost just like because they can rather than they should. Almost yeah. should well, something happen money because of Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> and should something happen to Fortnite, like say if some other game comes out, and yeah, like, which it will. Oh, it yeah. will. Yeah, absolutely, it will. And it's like say if it's a sudden thing, like you saw with like say. Uh, you no, know, it's a smaller sort of game, but like Fall Guys. So Among Us got popular and the game just died like that. Yeah. If something yeah. like that happens, Epic is going to be deep in the shit if they can't turn around for their store because they're banking, they're doing all these risky things and poor business practices just because they're raking cash in from this one game. And should something happen to yeah. it, the company could just go belly up. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it nearly did with Apex. Apex Legends nearly toppled Fortnite, didn't it? You know, that was I'd say that's the one that came the closest to it. As it had it had a, a sort of an ability to appeal to to a, a wider market. Whereas I think, you know, the one that's been ended up being very strong recently is, is the Call of Duty Warzone. But you're not getting the same player. It's not it's not appealing across the board. Whereas I think Apex Legends did try enough to put enough of a toe in the water. Mm-hmm. To try and like pull both parties across, and it it failed at the end of the day, um, you know. But it doesn't mean that <laughs> the next thing that isn't maybe not even a battle royale. It could be whatever the next fucking thing is like. Uh, something we can't think of, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever that is, well, that could yeah, that whatever could take... the next flavor will be. Like... Yeah, and it could be Overwatch Two, or it could be or anything. I mean, all these gamers that are playing. Fortnite now and we know generally it's a younger audience every year that goes by you know they could be wetting their appetite for a more sophisticated shooter or you know some more sophisticated end game situations in 
because it is PvP at the end of the day, and PvP comes in different flavors. Yeah. And what they're liking about it's not just obviously all the other things like skins and dances, and 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 celebrities. They're liking that feeling of being the best out of a hundred people. Mm. Rev and, made a good point to me of speaking of the skins and that is the fact is how much money they're throwing around to get these like Thanos and like uh, Street Fighter. Like yeah, that must be massive. Batman's the most recent one, isn't it? <laughs> Loads of money. Lego Batman or whatever it was that they got as well. They got Lego franchise linked, didn't they? I think. But yeah, yeah. there's some crazy. That must be big money. Big, big so, money. So they're also trying to get money for these exclusives and also spend loads of money for these licenses to have these other characters in game, in Fortnite itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I, a risky I, game. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that Fortnite is making enough money for them to do that, but mm -hmm. it's only doing it now. Yeah. Will it be doing it this time next year? We, probably not, honestly. Yeah, uh, you're right. They could just be gone. Yeah. I mean, what have they got the, a first-party title? You know, that's something they can say, we created, this is ours. Actually, is it? Is it Epic that has the Unreal license? Yeah, they got might, the Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Unreal Engine. Which yeah, is a, probably another way that they're trying to yeah. keep themselves afloat is obviously, you know, the the, the royalties are raking in with uh, people using the uh, Unreal Engine. I did see something that someone made the point is they're probably using Fortnite as well as a demonstration for everything that Unreal Engine can do so they can go like, Oh, we've managed to get this new up this new update for the Unreal Engine that maybe like, oh, it's the like the water's system in the engine is much better. Let's have like a season of Fortnite where everything's flooded and there's just water everywhere and all these effects just to show off. Oh, look at how nice, look how well the engine works with all this stuff going on there to try and sell that more. So let me take you back in time a little bit. So in 1999, mm -hmm. Unreal Tournament on Windows, Mac OS, Linux, PlayStation 2, and Dreamcast. <laughs> Pretty cool. And then 2002, Unreal Tournament. 2003, they called it at the time. Then Unreal Championship. Then Unreal Tournament 2004. Only launched on Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Uh, Unreal Championship 2. And that launched on Xbox in 2005. So that was their first toe in the water. And they signed up a contract with Microsoft to produce an exclusive title called Gears of War in 2006. And that did really well for them. Mm -hmm. uh, Unreal Tournament 3 released. Wasn't very successful in 2007. And then we got Gears of War 2, which sold very, very, very well. Uh, then they did Shadow Complex. It's an interesting title. I uh, can't remember anything yeah. about that one. <laughs> and then they sort of went into iOS with Infinity Blade in 2010 so that's their mobile arm starting to flex its muscles um they took the gears of war engine they produced a game called Bulletstorm, which was uh, mainly a console game but also launched on windows in 2011 i really like Bulletstorm, um and then yeah and gears of war 3 also a big success uh, on xbox 360 complete exclusive again for microsoft so th this is the rise of that microsoft console money feeding the studio here with their Gears of War franchise. 
Yeah. And then you've got um, Infinity Blade 2 on iOS. Again, I don't know how successful that was. But Gears of War Judgment was a big flop in 2013, really. It did not, did not do very well. And we started to see people from uh, Gearbox, which is the people behind uh, uh, Gears of War, um, that are part of Epic Games. They started to not really enjoy being in the team and the team was changing. Um and then we've got Infinity Blade 3 on iOS, Shadow Complex Remastered in 2015, Robo Recall exclusive on a Windows only in 2017, no one heard of that, and then Fortnite in 2017, and then that's it. Like, forget yeah. about it. I mean, nothing's happened since then. Well, that's Battle Breakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you look at that... T- that I mean, obviously, if you could go back really far, you go back to like 1992 and stuff, but it's not important necessarily. But, you know, this this company, what they stand for, what they've got here, Bulletstorm, which didn't work out for them. That was their own thing. Gears of War was funded by Microsoft completely. I mean, and th- surely they and then Fortnite. They just also, Fortnite. Like, they surely they want to be there just for Fortnite. If anyone remembers that, in 2018, they did Paragon, which... Uh... Yeah, I liked Paragon. Yeah, I thought it was a a sort of a good little twist on the MOBA genre, but then they did absolutely nothing with it and then just went, oh, it were cancelled. It never came out of beta, I don't think, or whatever. I think it just never launched, like... I think, I don't know if they looked at that, like, market and saw all the the money was in China for for that and, and said, we can't fight that fight. We don't know how to, you know, be in that market or something Well, they sure learned how to get Chinese money. Yeah, well, by accident, really, yeah. though, wasn't it? I mean, when they re- remember they released Fortnite, it wasn't Fortnite like we know. It was a totally different game, as we've talked about before. And they totally lucked out with being able to copy, you know, what PUBG had okay, done. Yeah. Uh, and they're in this really weird state where they shouldn't be. They've got more money than they should have. And they're making bad decisions because mm-hmm. they just haven't got there in the right way. Yeah, they're there because of luck. They were like, oh, that's... They were like, oh, we've got a game that's not that popular. And there's like a genre that's kind of just starting up and really popular. And, you know, PUBG's just had its, like, messed up its uh, launch on console. Oh, yeah. what if we just quickly slap together a sort of uh, a battle royale with what we've got and launch on console for free? And they did. And it was like, everyone has played that instead because people wanted a battle royale so desperately. Yeah, and that was the every- major thing as well, yeah. being free to play. And by the time other ones came around, people were already invested in Fortnite. Well, let's see. I uh, wonder if they're just the flames burning too brightly and it might burn out, you know? Epic is only known for, known for two things right now. Fortnite and a shitty fucking shop. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think the beads expand out from that by now. But I think we they are, were known for Gears of War. I mean, yeah. Unreal Tournament was extra, like a big, a very big yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big time, yeah. That's where yeah, they, that's, that's where it grew. Back in the yeah. day, but yeah, obviously now it's just Fortnite and nothing but. It'd be interesting to see a year from now if we're still doing our podcast. We'll see what Epic is still up to. <laughs> see who can outlast them. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Well, I think that's us, guys. I think that's our Friday night podcast number forty-nine wrapped up. It's got a bow on it. Three to go. It's all been good. So, Dave, where Hello. can you find us? <laughs> I love this question. Um, so, uh, you might be 
using one of three methods to listen to our podcast, right? You could be on our website, downloading it direct, which is uh, oldgaming.uk. So you could also be on Spotify. You could find us on there. Now I'm recording. Don't, don't, I'm not going to post a link. I'll just take the, the Discord yeah. audio for the end. Uh, yes, Dave. Um, where can you find us? <laughs> yeah, where can you find us? Yeah. So Spotify, iTunes, or on our own website, basically, is what I was getting at saying before we got cut off. So yeah, if, you, if you'd like to use your Apple devices and you had to be on the podcast app on there, you can find us on there. That's fine if you like to Spotify. Or if you'd like to just have a direct download, you can find us on our website, um, which you can go to like FeedBurner and do anything like that. So all that. We'll also put a link in our Discord. So we've got a room in Discord, which is a podcast discussion room. So I'll put the post in there so you can listen to it and talk about it. And if you have any questions for the podcast or any ideas for future podcasts, you can stick them in there or send it to any of us, like Hat or myself or mm-hmm. Nightfire or Rose or anyone. And we'll, 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 we'll obviously really appreciate your contributions. Uh, if you're a sponsor and you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, reach out. It's not a problem. Love to talk to you. Um, what else? What else? Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, COVID-19, vaccinations, it's all going to disappear. It's going to be gone. The world's going to be back to normal. At least the UK. You know it. At least the UK. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, luckily we bought loads of the right one and we're okay. So um, we're, not, yeah. we're not scared about a bloody 1% chance of a blood clot. <laughs> yeah, we're not worried about that. And, you know, we're sending our rebreathing machines to India. We don't need them anymore because we're all fine now. So we're good. So, yeah, everything's all right. I don't think we'd be shipping those machines out if there was any risk of a, another spike. So I think we're good. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping the UK will be unlocked and everyone can have a good time very soon. So with that in mind, we've got our venue booked for August uh, Bank Holiday weekend, 27th, 28th, 29th. And we're going to hopefully have a really, really good party. And you won't want to miss this one, you know. Just getting so, slightly uh, drunk. Yeah, probably. It should be a really lovely reunion because we all haven't seen each other for such a long time. You know, like the last time most of us met up, if you're part of, you know, the meetup crew, you might have been down in in, um, Bath where we did a meetup at the very beginning of 2020 in January. Wasn't a super spreader event, thank goodness, Um, because we didn't know anything about the virus back then. Um, But yeah, so... That was that was the last time some of us saw each other. So it'd be really good to do an Atlanta meet up and, and get all that going. So tickets are on sale. They're ninety nine pounds. You can get them from altland.co.uk. And for your ninety nine quid, uh, you get a weekend pass to the event. You get to take part in everything. There's no exclusive extra costs to get into other areas or any shit like that. You get your breakfast included on both days uh, that you wake up with a hangover and you might need some food. And um, you'll probably get given quite a few free shots while you're there as well. <laughs> so, you know, there's an element of free booze. And uh, it's a, 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 an event where we've taken over a venue that provides beds and showers. So um, you've got a bunk bed with a mattress and a pillow. It's not like camping or anything like that. You know, you've got some proper facilities. Oh, Hat's, never even, be- Hat's never even been there. I was at a wedding. Amazing. You know, I, that wedding I, I, yeah. I couldn't make it and then the world no, collapsed. Oh, and then the world yeah, collapsed. So yeah, he's never seen one. it. So yeah, we've got the main hall where we've got all the tables set up where you can bring your computer and, and plug in. Um we've got um SpaceX internet via a satellite link. Thank you, Elon Musk. So that's connected to the building. Um we've got that up and running. I've tested it 
Uh, we're getting like 104 meg, which is pretty decent. Um, so we'll cut that up and share it up between everyone. And the ping times for things like CSGO are around about 60, 60 milliseconds. So it's not too bad. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. You have, and if you're not playing any games and you just want to like maybe break out some cards, do some board games, we're going to have some other tables set up so you can do that. And um, I mean, it's going to be August. We've never done an Altland in August before. We've never been brave enough to take on Insomnia, to be honest. And we just thought, you know what? Post-COVID, fuck it. Let's just go for it. So yeah. we're taking them on. Fuck at the off Insomnia. It's Altland. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's going to be a lovely, lovely weather. Normally, traditionally, that weekend in the UK is really great. So we can be outside. We can do a big bonfire. We can play, like, even set up some tables and chairs for playing games outside. Like, it should be really good. We have some beer pong out there. Uh, I'm going to get a hose pipe and just spray hat, and he's just going to run around and, like, oh, laugh yeah. and giggle. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a little short skirt for him to wear. <laughs> oh, that's good enough. <laughs> how, how, much, how much am I getting paid for this again? <laughs> <laughs> Only if we film it. <laughs> um yeah no, no, I'm, that's not planned but you know uh, yeah no it's all good that's 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 going on, on hopefully <laughs> yeah exactly then that's <laughs> unmeasurable so yeah that's all then and um yeah if you'd like to be part of the podcast and you're in our discord and you're like you're listening to this just send out or myself a message and we can give you the the role and you can contribute to um the the kind of articles in the podcast planning that we do to you know to throw what we're going to talk about in there and stuff like that so yeah absolutely very welcome to take part and our next one will be our 50th podcast oh my god high time flies we're gonna probably have to have a little chat about what we do for that (laughs) um at some point over the next few weeks hat i don't know what it's gonna be We'll see. We'll get very drunk, discuss something, and then forget. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But for now, we'll um we'll leave you all to go to your Friday night and enjoy it. It's quarter past eight. So yeah, we'll stop the recording on purpose rather than yeah. failing. A nice forty five um, minutes. Yeah, obviously we weren't too bad, you know. I think that's an hour and ten. Yeah, that's not bad. And we had a big we had a big list of news. The news came thick and fast, didn't it? And a couple so, of disconnections, which uh, it's always great for editing. That. Love that. <laughs> um so thanks, uh, Nightfire for coming out and being yeah, part of the podcast. Well. Appreciate Thank it. Thanks, Rev, it. for Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks, Rev, to for listening. Ghost fashion in the background. Yeah. Uh and Rose, thanks for coming out and, and giving us your insights. Always very, very welcome. Anytime. Lovely. Hat good good notes this week i liked them only one mistake by not putting monster on the rise in here yeah otherwise it, it would have been flawless mate flawless <laughs> i'll have to rise to the challenge next hey. time oh. <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah we'll see you in a few weeks for number five oh hey uh bye everybody bye, bye. bye. bye.